0: Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 102. I want to take a moment right now to thank all of my listeners for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, radio.com, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcasts. So today, as usual, for Sunday, November 8th, 2020, here is the latest news and rumors from the big four rumor sites for this week. Let's do this. All right. So first up, Canon officially announces the RF 50mm F1.8 STM and the RF 70-200mm to F4L IS USM. Now, this is a story that came out on November 4th, 2020 at 7.52 a.m. Melville, New York. Canon USA, a leader in digital imaging solutions, is excited to introduce the compact and lightweight RF 70-200mm F4LIS USM, along with the RF 50mm F1.8 STM, two completely redesigned RF mount lenses with bloodlines to immersely, immensely popular EF models that feature new lens formulas and enhanced elements. Canon is also introducing the PIXMA Pro 200 printer, which is ideal for photography students and graphic designers. Quote, as Canon begins to further build out the company's RF lens portfolio, the goal in mind was to create advanced lenses for a variety of experience levels that also featured a sense of familiarity for longtime Canon users, said Tatsuro Tony Kano, Executive Vice President and General Manager of Canon USA's Imaging Technologies and Communications Group. Quote, Canon prides itself on being able to uniquely offer both input and output solutions to our customers. We are equally excited to see the images captured with these new lenses and the prints that can be created with the new Pixima Pro 200 printer. You can pre-order the new gear from CanonUSA.com and I'll include a link to this article in the show notes as usual. For the Canon RF 70 200 f4 LISUSM USM lens, is ideal for photography enthusiasts ranging from advanced amateur to professional skill levels. The compact and lightweight nature of the lens makes it Canon's shortest and lightest 70 200 f4 zoom lens to date. This RF lens is approximately 32% shorter and 11% lighter than its EF counterpart, with a large portion of the lens element arrangement closer to the camera body. This arrangement is designed to provide photographers with a more balanced feel and experience even at the zoom range's telephoto end. Additionally, the shorter and lighter design allows the lens to more easily be stowed away in a camera bag when it's not in use. The RF 70-200 F4L IS USM features two independent nano USM motors, providing an even greater level of high-speed autofocus for still image shooting, as well as quiet and smooth autofocus when shooting video. The lens also incorporates a floating focus control that drives two lens groups individually while using the two aforementioned nano USM motors. The floating focus lens element shortens the focusing distance and helps reduce breathing, providing users with fast, consistent, and reliable performance. Additional features for the RF 70 200 f4L include 16 lens elements in 11 groups, including four UD lenses that help to reduce chronomatic aberration. Optical image stabilization with up to five stops of shake correction, up to 7.5 stops of shake correction with coordinated control of optical image stabilization paired with the in-body image stabilization on the eos r5 and r6 the lens has three stabilization modes customizable control ring that allows photographers to adjust exposure compensation shutter speed aperture or iso the 12 pin communication system on the new rf bayonet mount L-series dust and weather-resistant build with a fluorine coating, minimum focusing distance of 1.97 feet and a maximum magnification of 0.028 times. Air Sphere Coating, ASC, that helps minimize lens flare and ghosting. The Canon RF 50mm f1.8 STM lens, because that focal length is similar to the natural viewpoint of the human field of vision, this perspective allows for the lens to be used in a wide variety of shooting situations, including portraits, landscapes, and food photography. What's more, Canon's 50mm one8 lenses have long been a popular tool for both photographers and creators due to their budget-friendly price point, extremely compact and lightweight form factor and versatility. The tradition continues with the RF 50mm F1.8 STM that in many ways is improved over its EF counterpart. The first visually noticed improvement is the customizable control ring that has become synonymous with RF lenses. The control ring allows photographers to adjust exposure uh, compensation, shutter speed, aperture, and ISO, and with the flip of the side switch can adjust focus. The inclusion of a PMO spherical lens helps to reduce chromatic aberration and provide high image quality even at the periphery of the image. Additionally, the combination of the lens shape and super spectra coating, SSC, help to minimize ghosting and flaring. Additional features of the Canon RF 50mm 1.8 STM include six lens elements in five groups, the 12-pin RF bayonet communication system, Minimum focusing distance of 0.98 feet and a maximum magnification of 0.25x. Up to seven stops of shake correction with EOS R-series cameras with in-body image stabilizer. And finally, the Canon Pixima Pro 200 printer. Continuing a long history of high-quality input-to-output digital imaging equipment, the Pixima Pro 200 is 15% smaller than its predecessor. The Pix- which is the Pixma Pro 100 with the ability to print up to 13 inches by 19 inches and featuring improved Chromalife 100 plus dye-based ink. The latest Pro printer helps to pr- create prints that are more representative of the original digital file. A helpful tool of the trade for photographers who print work for themselves and graphic artists or photography students working on their portfolios from their homes. The Pixima Pro 200 printer also features a new 3-inch LCD to help users set up the printer, connect the Wi-Fi, monitor ink, and paper levels for an improved user experience. New skew correction feature, which automatically corrects shifts the paper may encounter during printing. Professional print and layout software, which can work as a standalone program or integrated into Adobe Lightroom or Photoshop as a plug-in, to work within a photographer's workflow to help take the guesswork out of making great prints. Vast media support to print on a variety of surfaces such as Canon Photo Paper Pro, Luster, and premium Fine Art Rough, as well as the ability to print longer panoramic images in comparison to the previous models. The Canon RF 70-200 F4L ISM, the RF 50 1.2, are scheduled to be released and available in early to mid-December 2020 for a suggested retail price of $1599 for the 470-200 and $199, respectively. The Pixima Pro printer should is scheduled to be available later in November for a suggest, suggested retail price of $599.99. Now, this is definitely some exciting news. As I mentioned in a couple of the previous episodes, we knew the 70 200 f4 LIS USM was on its way, which is exciting because Canon always offered both an f2.8 and an f4 version of this lens in the EF mount, and it's awesome to see that they're finally releasing the F4 variant in the RF mount for people that don't necessarily need an F2.8, 70 to 200, or they have a more limited budget. They can't afford the 2.8 model because the 2.8 model is close to $3,000 and the F4 model is about half that price at $15.99. And it's also great to see that Canon kept the cost down on the RF 50mm F1.8 STM at $199. That is a fantastic price point. And Canon says it's a much improved lens over the EF model. Now, the EF model wasn't a bad lens. I mean, it had some issues. It wasn't super terrible. Uh, but to be honest, in the EF mount, even the gold band USM 50mm F1.4 had some issues. So, uh definitely exciting news and the idea or the the announcement with the release of the new Pixima pro 200 printer is also exciting for friends of mine like uh, brett bergram from the master photography podcast because he loves to print out his own prints at home in his print shop so i'll have to talk to him and see if this is something that he's going to be excited about or if he's going to stick with what he is currently using All right, next up for this week, patent for the Canon RF 80mm f2.8 macro lens. A dedicated macro lens for the RF mount is definitely needed and is obviously on the roadmap. Here we have an optical formula for an RF 80mm f2.8 one-to-one macro lens. I doubt we'll see an 80mm macro, but there will be multiple different macro optical formulas until we see a consumer product. The patent reveals focal length 80.45 millimeters, F value of 2.90, Half angle of view is 15.05 degrees. Image height is 21.64 millimeters. Lens length is 123.69 millimeters and a back focus of 13.72 millimeters. Now I do find this interesting. I would love to see Canon release an 80 millimeter f2.8 macro lens for the RF mount. I used to have the EF 100 millimeter macro lens in the EF mount and I really love that lens that you could get some fantastic images with it. And I think an 80 millimeter would be really cool in a macro lens and the f 2.8 would be fantastic for those times when you want to have that super shallow depth of field when you're doing macro photography and at the same time have the f 2.8 to allow more light gathering capability. So this would definitely be an exciting lens to see on the market whether or not it's going to become a reality we can only wait and see as time will tell. All right, next up for this week, Canon USA restocks refurbished RF lenses, including the RF 50mm F1.2L and the RF 28-70 F2L USM lenses. Now this is as of November 5th, 2020. Canon has restocked some popular RF mount lenses at the Canon USA store. These lenses come with a full one-year warranty from Canon USA. So you can get the Canon EOS RP with the 24 to 240 f/4 to 6.3 IS USM bundle for 1199, the Canon RF 24 to 105 f/4 L IS USM for 879, the Canon RF 24 to 240 by itself f/4 to 6.3 IS USM for 628, the Canon RF 28 to 70 f/2 L USM for 2399 and the Canon RF 35mm F1.8 Macro STM, And it looks like, unfortunately, according to this article, the refurbished RF 50mm F1.2 Ls may be already sold out. So you've already missed out on the 1.2 L lens. You may want to jump on these other ones if you've been looking at either one of them. Before Canon USA is sold out, as I mentioned in previous episodes, Canon tends to sell out of their refurbished items extremely fast. So if you want to get one of these, you better pull the trigger quick. Next up, firmware for the Canon EF100-400, F45-56L, IS-2 USM. Canon has released new firmware for this lens, which fixes an issue with the IS jumping. Firmware version 1.07 incorporates the following fix. Fixes a phenomenon in rare cases, the IS mechanism may cause the image to jump. You can download the firmware version 1.07 at Canon USA. And of course, I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself and grab this firmware if you have this lens now I used to have this lens it was one of the lenses that I parted with when I started switching over to all mirrorless between the R the RP and my GFX 50R Uh, It's a fantastic lens I used it many times for shooting sports especially NASCAR and it was a great lens for that and I am hoping to eventually get the new RF 100 to 500 to replace that lens at some point down the road. Next up, industry news. DJI announces the Mavic Mini 2. Shenzhen, China, November 4th, 2020. Today, DJI, the global leader in civilian drones and creative camera technology, launched the DJI Mini 2, a high-performance camera drone that packs impressive new features into a small, portable design in the safest drone category, weighing less than 249 grams. The successor to DJI's original Mavic Mini, DJI Mini 2 is easy to fly with improved imaging capabilities, powerful flight performance, and significantly enhanced transmission technology for longer and more reliable connections. Intelligent pre-programmed modes have been optimized that you can capture eye-catching footage with just a few taps while beginner tutorials and learning tools help get new pilots up to speed on how to fly this fun new drone. Supported with a wide array of fun, safe, and creative accessories, DJI Mini 2 users can make the system their own with personalized items to show it off with the illuminated display case. Learn more about the DJI Mavic Mini 2. Uh, Quote, Mavic Mini was a monumental breakthrough for DJI and for drone pilots across the world, as its unprecedented combination of weight, safety, performance, and overall value became the entry point for countless new drone pilots and fans said DJI President Roger Liu. DJI Mini 2 enhances those key aspects, packing larger drone performance in an approachable small design in the safest drone category that is perfect for beginners and will also impress more experienced pilots. Quote. Just like the original Mavic Mini, DJI Mini 2 features the iconic folding design that makes traveling with a drone incredibly easy The lightweight system adds minimal weight to your bag and can easily be brought with you in case the opportunity to fly arises. Small yet mighty DJI Mini 2 has impressive upgrades to vital flight performance features compared to the original version. OcuSync 2.0 transmission technology has now been incorporated. OcuSync 2.0 is DJI's world-renowned transmission technology responsible for ensuring stable, long-distance, and reliable connection between the remote controller and the drone. Dual frequency technology automatically switches between channels to help against interference. The DJI Mini 2 has a maximum transmission range of 10 kilometers, which is a 150% increase in transmission uh, range when compared to the original Mavic Mini. Upgraded motors provide 31 minutes of flight time, faster acceleration and speed, along with the ability to withstand winds of up to 24 miles per hour. DJI Mini 2 was made to be fun to fly, simple to operate, and safe for everyday use, whether it is daily life or an exciting adventure. A live feed from the drone's camera is sent to your mobile phone so that you can see exactly where Mini 2 is and see what it sees. Simplified buttons and functions keep this streamlined and easy to understand compared to more advanced drones. Like all DJI drones, high-grade positioning and vision sensors help Mini 2 hover precisely in place. GPS keeps track of where the drone is, while the vision sensors on the bottom map out the ground below it and assist automated landing. DJI drones are renowned for their safety features so that both new and experienced pilots can enjoy the flying experience. Some of these features include geofencing, which keeps routes out of sensitive areas like airports, return to home, a feature that can be activated so the drone returns to the pilot, and altitude lock, an adjustable limit on how high the drone can go. Together, these modes and features make DJI Mini 2 not only a thrill to fly, but safe for all skill levels. Vivid photos, steady video footage, all at your fingertips. Capture those moments in detail with the help of the 1-2.3-inch sensor capable of recording 12-megapixel images and a maximum video resolution of 4K 30p at 100 megabits a second. Additionally, images can be saved in standard JPEGs as well as RAW for advanced users who want to edit footage further. Shake-free smooth footage is possible because of the class-leading 3-axis gimbal, which compensates for drone movement, wind, and much more. While recording in 1080p resolution, pilots can get closer to their subject without actually having to move the drone thanks to the 4 times zoom, 2 times lossless in quality option pre-programmed intelligent modes mean the drone does the hard work of capturing beautiful footage with set movements and imaging features make your content stand out with just a few uh, with just a tap thanks to these preset modes including a uh, quick shot uh, the drone dji mini 2 flies backward and upward with the camera tracking your subjects at a height limit of 40 60 80 100 or 120 feet Helix, the Mini 2 flies upward and away, spiraling around your subject, set a height limit of the same 40, 60, 80, 100, or 120. Rocket, the Mini 2 flies straight up into the air with the camera pointing downward, following your subject, with the same altitude limits. Circle, DJI 2 will circle your subject at a constant altitude and distance. Boomerang, the Mini 2 flies in a boomerang like oval flight path around your subject, starting and stopping video at the same place. Panoramic, capture a wider perspective with select pano modes. Sphere, DJI Mini 2 automatically captures 26 images and stitches them together for a crystal clear image. 180 degree, captures seven photos for sweeping landscape images. Wide angle, captures a wide three x three image consisting of nine overall images. Image modes, different photo mode for different scenarios. The AEB triple shot auto exposure bracketing takes three images of varying exposure and merges them for a vivid image. This can be edited further to bring out a high dynamic range image in post-processing. Timed shots give yourself an extra a few extra seconds before taking that photo with time shots. Easy to create, easier to share with the world. Sharing is caring in the DJI Fly app and the DJI Mini 2 have a ton of enhancements that make sharing immediately on social media easy and intuitive. Now your cell phone can connect directly to the drone without the remote controller, and after capturing that shareable footage, download images at a high speed rate of 20 megabits a second once landed safely. Once the images are downloaded to your phone, apply your own edits with the dedicated editing tools in the DJI Fly app, or use the new enhanced photo option, which applies edits automatically to make it pop. Video footage can take up a lot of space, so now pilots can choose to trim it before downloading using the trimmed download feature. DJI Mini 2 is not only simple to fly and fun to operate, the footage you record with it can be shared with all your followers in a matter of seconds. New and updated accessories for the DJI Mini 2 help get the most out of its size. These accessories include 360 degree propeller guards, make the Mini 2 even safer with propeller guards that completely cover the full propellers the dji mini bag colorful and fashionable the new carrying bag adds flair to your outfit charging display case show off your dji mini 2 in an illuminated clear bell jar the dji creative kit personalize your mini 2 with custom stickers or blank stickers to create your own artwork Snap adapter, an adapter that snaps onto the top of the Mini that allows for the attachment of a small LED screen and messages can be written on. The DJI Care Refresh is now available for the Mini 2 for an additional charge. The DJI Care Refresh offers comprehensive coverage as well as up to two replacement units within one year. The two-year plan provides three replacement units in two years and extends the original warranty period by one more year receive your replacement even sooner with DJI Care Refresh Express. DJI Care Refresh also includes VIP after-sales support and free two-way shipping. For a full list of details, please visit www.dji.com service slash DJI Care Refresh. Pricing and availability, the Mini 2 is available for purchase today from the DJI store and from authorized retail partners. The DJI Mini can be purchased in two options. The standard package includes the Mini 2, remote controller, and one battery for $4.49. The Fly More Combo is also available, which includes three batteries, charging hub, the Mini 2, a carrying case, and a remote controller for $5.99. additional information can be found at the mini 2 segment of the dji store so this is definitely exciting i really love to see dji constantly innovating with new generations of their drones their drones are fantastic i used to have the phantom 3 professional i've since gotten rid of it but i am thinking about eventually getting a new dji drone and the mini 2 might be just what i go with It's a fantastic price for $600 to get the Fly More combo where you get three batteries in the charging hub along with the carrying case. So that might be the better option to go with versus the standard package for $449 where you only get one battery in the remote control along with the drone. Um, You definitely get a lot more items with the Fly More combo. So if I was you, that's probably the route I would go as long as it's affordable for your wallet. next up firmware canon ef 400 mm f4 do is2 usm lens canon has released new firmware for this lens which fixes an issue with is jumping firmware version 1.0.9 incorporates the following fix fixes a phenomenon in rare cases the is mechanism may cause the image to jump You can download the firmware version 1.0.9 at canonusa.com, and of course, I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that you can download that firmware if you happen to have this lens. Next up, patent for the Canon RF 50mm f1.4 USM and other primes. A new Canon Japan patent shows the optical formulas for various RF 50mm F1.4 designs as well as an RF35mm F1.4. This patent deals with increasing focusing speed when using lens design with larger diameter lenses. I don't are elements. I don't think any of these optical formulas will become products, so the dream of a new 50mm f/1.4 from Canon probably won't be coming true anytime soon. And I'll go ahead and share a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check out this data for yourself along with the accompanying chart. And last up from Canon Rumors for this week, Tokina adds to their Cinema Vista lineup with the 40mm T1.5. Los Angeles, California, November 4th, 2020, Tokina has today expanded its range of uh, class-leading super-fast Aperture Cinema Prime lenses with the introduction of the new Tokina Cinema Vista 40mm T1.5. The much-requested 40mm focal length is considered by many to be the perfect normal lens to portray a natural field of view on large-format cinema cameras and joins the existing seven-strong set of the 18mm, the 25, the 35, the 50, the 85, the 105, and the 135 T1.5 lenses. Resolution 8K Plus Vista Prime lenses. The uh, the mid-wide image created by the Vista 40mm does not distract the viewer and offers a unique perspective when compared to the staple 35 and 50mm focal lengths. Tokina Cinema Vista lenses have become an increasingly popular choice for production, earning a reputation for elegant and highly detailed images. Lens distortion and chromatic aberration are well-controlled with minimal focus breathing, soft, pleasing flare, and gentle roll-off from subject to background. The Vista 40mm T1.5 inherits these characteristics, giving cinematographers more creative freedom to choose their point of view while maintaining complete control of their image. The Vista 40mm 1.5 has an area of definition of 46.7mm, which easily covers Red Monstro 8K VB and Aria Alexa LF Mini 4.5K open gate formats. The lens also has an area of illumination that will cover larger formats up to Alexa 65 2-1 open gate the lens retains the same form factor as other Vista Prime lenses with an 114mm front diameter and weight of approximately 5 pounds, which is smaller to others in the series. It is available in interchangeable REPL EF, MFT, Sony E, and RALPL mounts. The full specifications for the mount are listed here. Uh, The mounts I just mentioned, focal distance, 40 millimeters, optical structure, 14 groups, 15 elements, image circle, 46.7 millimeters, uh, the micro four-thirds, 40.8, and the E-mount, 45.6, and the LPL, 46.7 millimeters. Minimum focusing distance is 0.45 meters or 17.7 inches maximum macro magnification is 127.99 the focus mode is internal focus system the aperture iris blades it contains nine depth of field is t 1.5 filter size is 112 millimeters Overall length from mount to surface for the PL and uh, for the PL mount is 160 millimeters, Uh, EF mount is 160, the MFT or micro four thirds 183, E mount 186, and LPL 168. The diameter of the front head is 114 millimeters, maximum diameter is 114 millimeters, excluding the tripod collar. The weight is as I mentioned a moment ago, approximately five pounds. So it is a little bit of a hefty lens. The Tokina Cinema Vista 40 millimeter will be available from Tokina Cinema USA and an MSRP of $7,499 US. So it's definitely not an inexpensive lens, but Tokina has really been kicking butt with their Vista series of cinema lenses. They seem to be coming extremely popular with professional cinematographers so I'm sure they're going to be excited to have this new lens in their lineup all right so now we're going to move on to Nikon rumors for this week check out the Nikon gear at the ongoing CataWiki cameras and optical equipment auction One of Canon Rumor's sponsors, Katawicki, is currently having cameras and optical equipment auction with some rare Nikon cameras and lenses, and there's photographs of all the equipment that they have up for sale, and there are some really interesting and unique older items that are available. A lot of vintage Nikon gear for those people that like to collect and use older style film gear. I do like to collect older cameras myself. I have an extensive collection of antique cameras, So, I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check out the auction for yourself in case there's something there you might want to buy. Next up, new Easy cover silicone camera case for the Nikon D6 cameras. Easy cover released, two new silica, uh, released new silicone camera cases for the Nikon D6 DSLR cameras. Three different colors are available, black, yellow, and camouflage. All three versions are currently in stock at B&H Photo. The Nikon D6 is now in stock everywhere at Adorama, B&H, Wex, Park Camera, Calumet, and Camera Canada. Additional pictures of the easy cover silicone camera cases for the Nikon D6 are included in the article. And as always, I'll include a copy uh, link to this article in the show notes so that you can check out those cases for yourself. It'll give you a really cool way to dress up that D6 and make it a little more unique and your own. Next up, Nikon Q2 financial results are out. This article was published on November 5th. Nikon Q2 financial results for the year ending in March 2021, or or I think that's supposed to be 2020, are out. Here are some screenshots. Imaging product business shift to a substantial business model. Second quarter of the year ending March 31st. Financial highlights. And half of the year ending uh, for imaging products business, it does look like uh, that Canon's operating profits are down by 42.5% yet again, which is extremely sad news. The full financial results can be downloaded from a link in this article, which I'll include in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. Nikon Z6 II now in stock at BuyDig, which is an authorized Nikon USA dealer. The Nikon Z6 II mirrorless camera, which is 24.5 megapixel full frame, FX format body only at one thousand nine hundred ninety-six ninety-five. 95 The Nikon Z6 II mirrorless body with the Nikkor 24-70 F4S kit lens is available for twenty-five ninety-six ninety-five. dollars they are now in stock at Buy Dig, which of course is an authorized Nikon USA dealer, and both cameras come with a full USA warranty. Update the Nikon Z6 II is also now in stock at Adorama. Next up from Nikon Rumors the Nikon WT7 firmware update version 1.5 has been released. Today, from November 5th, 2020, Nikon released firmware update version 1.5 for the Nikon WT-7 wireless transmitter. The only change is added support for the new Nikon Z6 and 7 Mark II cameras. You can download the new firmware from their website, and of course, I'll include a link to this article in the show notes. And last up from Nikon Rumors this week... The new Nikon Z6 II camera starts shipping tomorrow, plus the latest hands-on video reports. This was published on November 4th. You can pre-order now the Nikon Z6 II body only for 1995, or $19.99.95 and the Z6 with the 24-70 for $25.99.95 these emails came out confirming that the z62 will start shipping tomorrow check in stock availability and pre-order options in the us at bnh photo z62 plus ftz kit adorama and amazon in denmark at kalamut in the uk at park cameras and wex photo in canada the nikon z62 and z72 are both available here are the latest Z62 hands on video reports, and I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so you can check out these YouTube videos for yourself. There's quite a few of them that are part of this article. We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Liam Photography Podcast. You can visit the homepage for the show at liamphotographypodcast.com for show notes and links. You can call or text the show at 470-294-8191 with questions, comments, or requests for future episodes. If you prefer not to call or text, you can email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. Also, check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group and you can find us on Twitter at LiamPhotoATL. On Twitter, you can tweet the show. Just insert the hashtag Liam Photo podcast. And now, back to the show. And we're back. And now we're going to move on to Fuji Rumors for this week. So, first up, we have the Heartblee RBZ S Shift and Focus Almamiya RB RZ lenses on the Fujifilm GFX mount has been announced. The new Shift and Focus Almamiya RB RZ lenses on Fujifilm GFX, here combined with a 75mm RZ shift, achieving, uh, achieving double shift with great quality and front plus rear shift. Price will be determined. Device will be sold directly through the uh, Hartley Ukraine. Additionally, to the GFX mount shown here, there will be an exchangeable mounts for all mirrorless cameras: the Nikon Z, EOS R, Leica L, and Sony E mount. So this is definitely an interesting item. <laughs> it's looking like a little bit of a monstrosity um, in the image, but it would allow you to achieve some really cool tilt and shift focus. Uh, images using those Mamiya lenses. I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. Next up, Sigma says DCDN lenses for Fujifilm X-mount will hopefully come in 2021. Here on Fuji Rumors, we often discuss the wish for Sigma to make Fujifilm X-mount lenses. However, up until today, Sigma has officially always kept a rather pessimistic position on that. In fact, here are some of Sigma's past statements. The Sigma CEO said here, quote, Fujifilm customers would be our ideal customer, but Fujifilm does not disclose their protocols. Uh, quote, our mission is to support as many systems as possible, but our engineering resources are limited, so we need to prioritize projects depending on the demand from the customer. On Fujifilm's side, initially, top managers said this, quote, Fujifilm does not need to share X-mount protocols with third parties since we offer already lots of great glass. But I guess the pressure coming from the Fujifilm community was big enough to make them change opinion because later on they said, quote, We open X-mount to third parties. Kento Tokina actually already announced three lenses for the X-mount with autofocus. Many customers want more lenses, and we want to satisfy that need. And last but not least, here is one of the rumors we shared back in 2018. Quote, Sigma will make Fujifilm X-mount lenses if X-series camera sales increase by at least 20%. Well, today, for the first time, we have an official Sigma statement that allows us, for the first time, to have hope Sigma X-mount lenses could be coming. In fact, when fellow Fujifilm reader Bob, thanks for letting me know, in parentheses, wrote to Sigma that he can't wait for X-mount DCDN lenses and there is no excuse not to make them since Fujifilm released their AF protocols, Sigma answered publicly on their official social media uh, channels with... Quote, hopefully we'll see such lenses in 2021. But still be careful, they say hopefully, so nothing is yet set in stone. In the past, we did launch a massive survey survey where we listed all Sigma lenses and did let you vote on which one you'd like to see also available in the Fujifilm X mount. Your top Sigma wishes turned out to be the following ones. Number 1, the Sigma 18 to 35 f1.8 DC HSM. Number 2, the Sigma 50 to 100 f1.8. 3 was the Sigma 56 f1.4 Contemporary. 4 was the Sigma 16 1.4 Contemporary. 5 was the Sigma 35 F1.2 DG DN Art, 6 was the Sigma 150-600, 5-63 DG OS HSM, 7 was the Sigma 10-20 F3.5, 8 was the Sigma 30 F1.4 Contemporary, 9 was the Sigma 500mm F4, and 10 was the Sigma 85-14 DG HSM Art. So, we're keeping our fingers crossed that hopefully these Fujifilm uh, Fujifilm X-Mount lenses will be released by Sigma in 2021. For now, we're just going to have to keep our fingers and toes crossed and wait and see what may be coming. Fujifilm at Photo Plus starts today. Join and register. Fujifilm will be at Photo Plus, join Fuji's live sessions and learn some of their ex-photographers and speakers. Q&As will also be available. You can register at the link in this article. Now, this did start this past Friday, November 6th, but it is continuing. It looks through the 20th of November and there are special speakers on specific dates. I'll include a link to this article in the show notes that you can register for yourself and attend some of these online seminars. Next up, this guy designed Fujifilm film simulation recipe cards to download and print. One of Facebook groups I enjoy most lately is our fast-growing Fujifilm film simulation group with 8.6 thousand members already what's special about it well images shared in this group can be edited in all their parts sharpening shadow highlight recovery etc except for colors which must come purely out of the fujifilm camera for the film simulations can be applied in post and capture one in lightroom navigating through the group shows that film simulations are not a marketing gimmick but a powerful tool available to all fujifilm x and gfx shooters And that Fujifilm takes color seriously is also shown by the fact that the guy who developed the original Velvia film is now in charge of bringing the magic of film colors into Fuji's digital cameras. We we reported about uh, Minami San here, a life devoted to colors. But here is the thing, while Fujifilm currently offers many film simulations and is always developing new ones, the Fujifilm XGFX community often loves to fine-tune them to taste. On the internet, you can find all possible recipes, for example, you can find the 80-plus film simulation recipes to download in the form of a PDF. Now, many X-shooters like to save the various film simulation recipes in their seven available custom presets, but what if seven is not enough? Because the, res, uh, because the receipts you'd like to use regularly are more than that. Well, an answer could be the Fujifilm Film Simulation Recipe Cards developed by Oliski, uh, wow, Prytham, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. If not, I apologize. Print them in credit card size as fellow FS member Mick did here. Put them in your wallet and keep them always with you. When needed, take them out, check the settings, adjust the camera settings, and you are good to shoot again. For now, the recipes available in form of flashcards are still limited, but let's hope Alinsky will slowly extend the number of cards available. You can check out the film simulation recipe cards at Fuji X Weekly here. Of course, if any Fuji Fuji Rumors reader would like to continue Olenski's work, feel free to do so and to share with Fuji Rumors. I'd be happy to dedicate another article here on Fuji Rumors. Thanks to Kiati Cool for sharing this information at our film simulation group, to Richie for writing this article and making the PDF available, and of course to Oleski for the nice idea and the work. So that's definitely exciting. You can now get a set of Fujifilm film simulation recipe cards so that you can apply those recipes on the fly. Next up, Fujifilm Manager talks full-frame market shift and why Fuji sticks with APS-C, WR versions of older lenses, market situation, and more. As we reported here, uh, Toshida uh, uh, Elita has been promoted to new president and managing director at Fujifilm Europe. He is also the guy who said in the past that Fujifilm will never go full-frame. Now we have an interview to the amateur photographer. Here are some excerpts. COVID-19 effects on Fujifilm. Before the pandemic struck, there were more than 8,000 professional photography businesses operating in the UK alone. Global demand for digital cameras has dropped by 40% since the start of April 2020, according to SIPA. But thanks to the performance of products like the X-T4 and the X-100V, Fujifilm is performing significantly better than that. Fujifilm also worked hard to supply medical imaging technologies to those on front lines, as well as working to realize the manufacture of COVID-19 vaccines and therapies at scale with pharmaceutical partners. Biggest industry future challenges for Fuji, the drift towards full frame or the rise of smartphones. Biggest challenge is to ensure to keep innovating in research and development finding a real consumer demand is a key providing a better experience of taking photos and videos customers don't buy a sensor but an experience fujifilm is not a company to simply follow the same path as other companies consumers demand more and are no longer wanting to invest in a product they want a service and an experience the market differences over the globe The X-T4, X-T3, and X-T30 are all popular around the world, and the X-100V has been the best-selling high-end compact globally. GFX is almost evenly split, except in the Chinese market. Uh, I've been told the GFX-100 sells extraordinarily well in China. Peaked popularity of the X-A series in some Asian companies globally in stacks is one of Fujifilm's biggest consumer success stories. And as far as full frame. In the last two years, the market shifted strongly towards full frame. For Fujifilm, APS-C is the best balanced system. APS-C is the best answer for those downsizing due to the smaller, lighter lenses, as well as the camera body. The GFX series providing the best image quality without requiring a high level of investment. On the Fujifilm XS10, it was demand coming from customers used used to DSLRs, that uh, from those who prefer to have more usability for video shooting. Very rich features such as IBIS 4K 30P video with long recording time, but with a small weight of just 465 grams. The XS10 offers a very smooth transition for DSLR customers to enjoy the latest mirrorless technologies with the advantage of a smaller handy size. Weather resistant versions of older lenses, WR versions of older lenses require to be completely redesigned, the structure, hence in some cases, needs research and development from scratch. Should Fujifilm work closer with Sigma and Tamron? I cannot be specific about our working relationships with other companies, but we have received and understand our customers' requests. You can read the full interview at the Amateur Photographer, and I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. And finally, last up this week from Fuji Rumors, the Fujifilm XS10 Owner's Manual has been officially released. You can access the web version uh, or the PDF version. You can buy the Fujifilm XS10 at B&H Photo, Amazon US, Adorama, Adorama, Moment, and Focus Camera. And I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that any of you Fuji XS10 owners out there can download the manual for yourself. All right, and last but not least for this week, let's move over to Sony Alpha Rumors. Sony A7C spec comparison chart. Pre-orders available in the U.S. at B&H Photo, Adorama, Amazon, Focus Camera. In Europe, Calumet DE, Photo Earnhardt DE, Photocotch DE, Wex UK, and Park UK. And this article contains uh, published the Sony a7C specs comparison table when compared to the a7 III and the a6600. And I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. Next up, Sony FE 20 millimeter F1.8G review at optical limits. This lens is the reason for serious amateurs to prefer the Sony system over Canon, Nikon, or L-mount. Optical Limits tested the Sony FE 20mm f1.8G, and they really loved the lens's performance. Quote, In the grand scheme of things, the Sony G lenses seem to be a bit... Underappreciated, whereas the GM lenses collect all the glory. However, we think that the G series could actually be the reason for serious amateurs to prefer Sony system over Canon, Nikon, or L mount. These lenses strike the perfect balance between cost and performance. The Sony FE 12-24mm f4G, 90mm f2.8G, the 24-105 f4G, and the FE 200-600 5.6-6.3 are all excellent choices, as is the Sony FE 20mm f1.8G. The Sony lens offerings are offers breathtaking sharpness in the broader center zone at all mainstream aperture settings. The corner performance isn't quite as high, but it's very usable at f1.8 already and very good at medium aperture settings, all with minimal field curvature and low astigmatism. As such, the lens is also feasible for astrophotography. The native image distortion is low and nicely corrected in auto mode. The same goes for lateral chromatic aberration. The biggest weakness of the lens is vignetting. It's rather extreme at f1.8 in RAW files and not overly impressive even at f5.6. Image auto-correction comes to the rescue here as well, so usually you will just spot some light fall-off of f1.8. An almost baffling aspect is the quality of the bokeh. Wide-angle lenses are usually rather mediocre in this respect at best, whereas the FE21.8 is actually impressive with smooth highlight discs that can maintain a circular shape even in the image corners, and the general blur characteristics are really good as well. The build quality is excellent. Thanks to high-grade materials and to a tight assembly, the lens doesn't extend during focusing and is sealed against dust and moisture. Sony also added some mechanical goodies, such as a dedicated aperture ring, including a clickless mode and a focus stop button. You may argue that it it would have been nice if they also added optical image stabilization, but we think it's good that they avoided this temptation. Especially ultra-wide lenses require precise centering, and an image stabilization group would have made things more complex here besides the extra cost. Another positive aspect is the compact size and low weight. The Sony lens isn't cheap to uh, isn't cheap to boot, but then it's also faster than your average 20 millimeter. As a rule of thumb, an extra stop doubles the price tag. Keeping this in mind, the price of around 900 US is still reasonable. And we conclude with our verdict with highly recommended. So definitely some exciting news about the Canon or I mean the Sony uh, 20 millimeter F1.8G And I'll include a link to this article in the show notes in case you want to check it out for yourself. You can buy that lens currently on Amazon for $898 US. Next up, the new Samyang Lens Simulator lets you see what quote look you get with different lens settings. You can now play with the Samyang lens simulator to see what look you'll get with different focal lengths and apertures. And I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so you can download the lens simulator for yourself. Next up, the new Profoto A10 Air TTL-S studio light for Sony is now in stock. You can buy this, uh, this uh, light at Amazon and the price is $1,095. Or no, I'm sorry, that's not Amazon. That's B&H. You can buy it at B&H for $1,095. Uh, reminder, Sony US launched a ton of new savings, and you can see a full overview of this on the B&H page. Some of them are here for the very first time, like the a7S III for $1,698, $200 off the Sony 24-70 f2 GM, $200 off the Sony 70-200 f2.8 GM, and those sales are all at B&H Photo, Amazon, Adorama, and Focus Camera. Here are all the new Sony U.S. camera deals. $500 off on the a7R 4 at B&H, Adorama, Focus Camera, Amazon, and BuyDig. $300 off on the Sony a7 III at the same locations. $1,000 off on the a9. 500 off on the A7R3 and 500 off on the A7R3. I don't know why they listed the A7R3 twice, but at Buy Dig, B&H, Photo, ad- Amazon, Adorama, and Focus Cameras. Here are the new Sony US lens deals $200 off on the Sony 16 35 2.8G Master, $200 off the Sony 24 70 2.8G Master, $200 off on the Sony 70 200F 2.8G Master. 200 off on the Sony Zeiss 24 70 F4, 200 off on the Sony Zeiss 16 35 F4, $50 off on the Sony 50mm FE 1.8, $50 off on the Sony 85 F1.8 FE, $50 off on the Sony 20mm F1.8 FEG, 300 off on the Sony 24 105 FE. $50 off on the Sony 35 f1.8 FE, $100 off on the Zeiss 55 f1.8, 100 off on the 70 to 300, $100 off on the 12 to 24 f4, and $100 off on the 24 to 240. All of these deals can be found at Amazon, Adorama, and B&H Photo. Next up, hey, Sony, where are your three new SYN-E mount lenses that you teased a year ago? More than a year ago, Sony announced the new 16-35 to T3.1 FE sign lens, which is listed at B&H Photo, but still not available for pre-order. They also teased the launch of two more Sin lenses, but here we are 14 months later and still no news about these lenses sony is expected to unveil full fx6 specs and pricing by mid to end november i hope we will give they will give some information on these three new cinema lenses as well and i'll include a link to this article in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself and last up for this week unique lens tested the Petzval 85 point, or 80.5 millimeter f1.9 mark ii Mark Adeliff from Sony Alpha Blog tested this rare Petzval 80.5mm f1.9 Mark II lens. Quote, the Lomography Petzval 80.5mm one9 Bokeh control at 500 euros is a very nice art lens and an excellent complement to the Petzval 55mm f1.7 Mark II. In general, art lenses have a very poor sharpness, a vintage color rendition, and some re-edition of vintage lenses are sold for crazy prices like a 1,000 euros for Meyer Optic lenses. Here, Lomography has found a very good alchemy with a superb soft and creamy background blur, a swirly bokeh effect that you can adjust, very nice bokeh balls, a very good and natural color rendition, a good to excellent sharpness in the center. Of course, the lens is not perfect. It is not available in E-mount directly. You need an adapter, whereas the Petzval 55mm F1.7 Mark II is available in E-mount compared to it, it is much larger and heavier. It will be very difficult to focus outside of the center and only 25 to 35% of the image will be sharp. It is not a generalist lens that you can use every day. The Waterhouse Aperture and Bokeh Controller options you will not play with very often. Globally for portrait, object details like flowers the lens is providing superb and unique results uh, with plenty of poetry also for video the lens is capable of producing subtle dreamy atmosphere while retaining plenty of details on your main subject and he highly recommends this lens so definitely another exciting lens i know i looked into the petzville lenses at one time I know they brought back one of the popular lenses in that design for some of the Canon cameras, but if I remember right, the price was like ridiculously high on it, so I never pulled the trigger. But it's definitely interesting to see that they are still releasing some of these unique lenses, and there are a lot of people out there that like to play around with these lenses in certain types of shooting situations remember to check out the liam photography podcast facebook group it is a private group and you must answer a security question to join which is name the host of the show myself liam and i've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest that has been on the show to show that you're a listener once you're in the group you're free to post your own original work if you would like creative critique on your images, you can post them with the comment CC please, and myself or another pro in the group would be happy to give you some pointers. Additionally, I am the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group as well. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my project at ForgottenPiecesOfGeorgia.com. Remember, the first book goes on sale November 9th, 2020, so keep checking for updates about media appearances and book signings. All right, and that is going to wrap up episode 102 of the Land Photography Podcast. I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to give this show a listen. Please like and subscribe and leave any comments And I will see you again in another seven days.